I gotta say something. I mean, it is awesome how all the kids get freeze pops at the end of the day, <laughs> but the quality of freeze pops oh, at the JCC like camp, there's nothing like next it. level. It's, it's unbelievable. Those blue it's like pops I've green. never. It's crazy. Like I'm being for real. I mean, every camp I've been to, you know, they all got like ice pops or whatever they have. But there's just something about that JCC white freezer. All right, let's go. Matt, you want to do the intro? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Apache Campcast. I'm Matt Steinberg, director of Apache Rogers Park and Apache Evanston Day Camps. And I'm here today with a couple of veteran counselors from Apache Rogers Park, Mayor and Dove. What's up, boys? How you doing, Matt? It's great to be here. What's up, Matt? I can't. I'm glad to be here recording this podcast with you. Wow. You Are you going to overpower Dove the whole time like that? <laughs> I mean, that was the plan I had when I agreed to do the podcast in the first place. <laughs> You're hatching We're very plan? competitive. We're competitive. He's more a swimmer. I'm more a basketball player. And other But sports. everyone has their thing. And at Apache Camp, you know, we're all about kids finding, you know, what they love to do. And then doing it. <laughs> Which is <laughs> what I'm doing in this case, you know? <laughs> kid, the kid loves to swim. <laughs> Can you... Can we stop talking about my addiction for swimming? Is that is that clearly what this whole podcast All right. is about? <laughs> All right. I mean, I got some actual <laughs> questions for Matt because, you know, I want to learn more about you. You're an awesome guy. So far, that's what I can tell. But um, uh, let's hear, like, before t- getting this job at the JCC th- for this year, what were your summers like in the past? So for the past few years before this, I was doing management consulting. So I was traveling around the country, um, meeting with clients and helping them solve their business problems, whatever, whatever that might be. Um, so my summers blended into the, to the rest of the year, like a normal job. Um, prior to that, I went to business school at the Ohio state university, got my MBA. Um, and before that, I was a camp director, sports specialist, camp counselor, all the way back to high school at the JCC in Cincinnati, Ohio. So like, so like right where me and Mayor are right now. Yeah. Like high school. So Dove, Dove, how does it feel to know one day we could be as successful as Matt is? You know, you know, we just got to make, if if I turn on anything like Matt, then I'm set for life. But you know, (laughs) Matt, what made you decide to leave? Like, cause it clearly seemed like a, like a decent job. What made you decide to leave that and start spending your summers? As the director of the J, like come back to summer camp after all that. Yeah, like you, you, you it, se- it seemed as if like you like stopped, but that you did your summer camp bit, and then you went to go do on like something serious. Not saying that camp isn't serious, but you know, and then you. Well, we also yeah. like to have fun at it's camp. True, it's course. true, but you know, running a camp is not the same as going to camp. So it's true. So sure. What made you decide to go back to the old way and start directing, being a camp director and stuff like that? Um, as I got higher and higher up at um the camp in the jcc um i started meeting with board members and um different people in the community and just started seeing that like um in order to know how to run an organization um i wanted to like get that kind of an education through the mba um and i probably wasn't going to get that if i just 
stayed at the JCC and did summer camp for the rest of my life. Um, so I, I did that. I went and, uh, got the MBA. I studied, um, leadership and organizational behavior. So basically like how to design an optimal functioning organization and build teams. Um, and as part of the MBA, you interview at a bunch of different, um, companies and get an internship. And I interned at this consulting firm in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, and the job was fun. You travel around, you learn how all these different businesses run. You see all the mistakes they make. Um, you help them figure out like short-term and long-term strategies about how to improve their businesses. And it was fun, but it's not camp. Like you miss the connections that you have with the campers and their families and the counselors. Um, exactly. Like there's nothing like the summer camp environment. So like you miss, you miss like the, the roots that you, that you, that you placed when you were like growing up and, and going to camp and being involved in camp. Like you can't just, you can't ever fully walk away from that and like forget about it. Cause it always comes back. Totally. And there's a big difference between the feeling you get where you work really hard and then you see the smiles on kids faces and how much fun they're having and like what they're learning over the summer. And by the end of the summer, they can do all these things that they couldn't do before. And that's a very big, that's a very different feeling and depth to the meaning of your work than like going into an office and you help them and typing on a computer, you, yeah. you help them solve whatever the problem is. And then their business runs better and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not, it doesn't have the same depth to it. Yeah. Also like for me, like it's, it's not necessarily just like the, Oh, seeing them smiles and like seeing what they accomplished. It's, it's knowing that, that the things that they accomplished is because of stuff that you did. So because I at Dove Lansden did X, Y, and Z, that kid had a great time. Totally. That kid learned something new. It's a direct impact. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I had a kid who, uh, remembered a story that I told him the first day on the last day of camp and I didn't have any recollection <laughs> yeah. of the story I told him. They absorb. But, I mean, these kids remember these things. They absorb forever. everything you do. They look up to you guys, you know, your role models to them. Yeah, I remember my account. I remember my counselors from day camp for sure. Sure. I had some good ones. So when you said you traveled, I mean, give us some insight to that. Like what were the, some of the coolest places you saw when you were traveling? Um, like when your business was taking you places? It, it was all over the place. We had one client that had manufacturing in Mexico and Canada. Um, and so I went to um, – <laughs> those were interesting jobs because a, a lot of the people in the Mexico facility didn't speak English. And so – Oh, oh, that might have been that's fun. probably a nightmare, honestly. I, I had to like translate that, and it was an accounting optimization project. So I had to speak accountant and Spanish at the same time. <laughs> um, I you know I, I know a little bit of Spanish. I got my uh, quesadillas. I had today, sure, actually. sure. See, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm on fire. Nice. I I know like the basic words, like. C. All right, let's hear it, though. What, what you got? I know C. I know, like, tortilla. And you count to ten. And you count to ten. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, something. After that. Siete. I lose it. Right? I can do, seis, I can do it in Korean. Seis is six, and then siete, ocho, nueve, and diez for ten. 
I could do it in Korean. Yes. Mary, you, All right, let's hear it. Let's hear your Korean. Ned, also, uh, oh, okay. Uh, How do you know, know Korean? I'm it's from like martial arts. You learn it. Wow. Perform. You do like Hana. I took, I took Taekwondo for like three years. I have to say, I got to be honest. Um, you know what? It was useless. I didn't learn. But anything. you know, it wasn't useless. The Krav Maga course, courses that the J offered this past summer. Oh yes, I <laughs> mean, so fun. I'm being for real. I learned more watching my campers do Krav Maga than I did from the three years. Of my campers, it was one of their favorite things to do. They loved running around because, like, when you teach, a, when you let a kid like hit a pad, to him, it's the best feeling in the world because totally. he gets to go around like smacking stuff, you know, because that's what they want to do. Yeah, and they can let out that energy and stuff, and you're exactly. you're also learning to control your body too which is huge at that age too you know it's fun and it's yeah, like it's a, a young age yeah for sure uh, yeah they all loved uh, that activity it was a big also, highlight of um, the week. robotics was really big that was really cool yeah i was like the jay brought that in and all my campers loved that because like there's nothing cooler than like controlling a robot with an ipad like that is sick like i want i was there i found myself like going like yo yo can i, can I use that for a second yeah yeah, like, yeah i would ask them if i could help them just so i could use it <laughs> right so right fun. I'll tell you though, one of the one of the cool things one of the cool things about um, traveling around to these different places in the country though was everywhere I went, I knew somebody um, from the JCC. Uh, yeah, it's a huge community. That's crazy. So huge like, community. so like, went to California and met up with some of my friends from Ohio from the J. Um, when I went to grad school, there were uh, counselors who were in undergrad or even campers who were starting college already. Um, it like, it, it's just, that's one of the cool things is the connections in the Jewish community too. Yeah. It's crazy. You mentioned that though, because like right before we started doing this, I was on the phone with this, with this person and I, and I was talking, talking to her. I'm like, yo, I'm going to have to hang up soon. Cause like I have to go record podcasts for the J like, do the J like, do they have the J where you live? She's like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course. I'm like, I love the J. I'm like, because the J is everywhere. Like, it's literally. I heard there was a Chabad in, like, Tokyo. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. There's, there's a Chabad in Hawaii. Yeah, I know. Or something. I don't know something. Yeah. All right, Matt, what can we expect to be different and exciting and new for this year's Apache Day Camp? Well, every when everything's going to be different and exciting and new this year. <laughs> That's right. Um, Couldn't have asked for a better wait. answer than that. <laughs> Uh, th- it's gonna be new everything. Well, literally, um, partially out of necessity with everything that's going on in the world right now. Um, let's see. We are the sports camp is um really revving up in a in a different way this summer. We're doing a lot more um like tournaments and and stuff for the campers. Like more competitive sports. More competitive sports, but like. Um, also developing ways where like the campers can have a sense of pride in um, like their accomplishments over the summer competition. Nobody, nobody nobody wants like that. Like, Oh guys, the winner of color war is, Oh, it's a tie. Cause like, you know, I found like, like a lot of places where I went to camp when I was little, they would, all their competitions would just end up with like a tie or predictable and, I feel like I never ended up feeling so good after something like that. So I, I think that's really Yeah, cool. if you work really hard at something, you want to see a result. You don't, you know, you don't want to see just like a flat line at the end of it. Um, but it's a balance too because like 
not every kid is super competitive or super athletic and sporty. So it, there, there's like a balance to it where you have to create an environment where every kid has a chance to excel, you know, even if it's in different ways. Um, but we're trying to figure out um, some new ways that like when you win um, a tournament or your, when your group has an accomplishment, um, whether it's a trophy or something that you take home, there's more like um, pieces to commemorate those accomplishments throughout exactly. the summer. More things, more things I, to look back on. I still have all my trophies from – I mean, to be fair, they gave trophies to pretty much everybody. Yeah. But, you know, I have them all in my room. They're actually on my dresser, you know. I mean, I don't forget any of those moments I had in camp. I could recall a lot of awesome things that I did and awesome experiences I had. So I, it's I yeah, I remember before, everything from but... camp. I loved camp this past year. Was, did you guys go fun. to uh, JCC camp growing up or different camps? So What'd you do? Thing, I I never went to the J growing up. My me working at the J last year was actually my first experience with the JCC at all. Yeah, I, I think I've been in the building maybe four times. Well, that's what but, that's what it was like for me when I was first a counselor. My first JCC camp experience was as a counselor. Yeah, so that was, that's what it was like for me. Yeah, it was, it was definitely scary at first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I went to a camp that was a lot like the JCC. That's you know, um, JCC's better than everything. I mean, of course, it's one of a kind. <laughs> um, yeah, they ha- I gotta say something. I mean, it is awesome how all the kids get freeze pops at the end of the day, <laughs> but the quality of freeze pops oh, at the JCC like camp, there's nothing like next it. level. It's, it's unbelievable. Those blue it's like pops hit I've different. never. It's crazy. Like, I'm being for real. I mean, every camp I've been to, you know, they all got, like, ice pops or whatever they have. But there's just something about that JCC white freezer that just – We take our freeze pops seriously. This is not – this very, is not a game. Very seriously. They are kind of a current. Oh, At the end of every JCC. day, bro. It's a kind of a blue freeze pop. Kind of a blue freeze pop. Everybody. Oh, the yeah. Blue freeze pop was the most popular person in camp. Blue seems to be the flavor, though. Like, I've heard a lot about blue, and I, you know – haven't even been through a summer yet. All right, so I, I promise I didn't talk about this with Dove before. But Dove, what was the one flavor your campers didn't never wanted? Three, two, one. Orange. orange. Wow. Yeah. I had so many purple. No one wants orange. I gotta say, purple is slept on. Purple is amazing. Wow. I don't like it, but a lot of my campers loved it. Purple is okay. You know what? We're gonna have to rank all the free spot flavors. That's what we're going to have to do right now. Honestly? You know what? Red? Top me. three? Top three. Okay. I got to go blue. Blue has got to be the number one. So, I like red and obviously pink. Obviously blue. I really would put red and pink dope, as my number two dope, and three. Dope. I'm listing my top three right now, all right? <laughs> <laughs> then you. All right. We got purple coming in at number two. And sleeper pick, pink at number three. Wow. It's got a very refreshing flavor i'm a big fan of pink ice so purple and pink above red yeah yes i i was also astounded red for me number two i'm a big red especially when they get all right let's hear number three for my number three it's gotta be pink i'm it's blue i I, thank you pink is great green second to last and i know it's terrible i know it's controversial i don't like green i have a lot of i hate green. green A lot of people like green. It's like the kid who buys, like, who goes to 7-Eleven and who's buying the cucumber lime flavor of Gatorade? Like, can someone tell me who's buying that? Because I can't think of anybody who's going to come home with a 
cucumber lime Gatorade. Do you mix what up you your Gatorade flavors, or do you always go for the same flavor every time? Um, you know what? If Glacier Blue is available, always. I am not going. See, you have to have else. a go-to flavor. Exactly. My go- the weirdest thing about me is I don't know the flavors. I, if you put uh, Gatorade in front of me, I would not be able to tell what the names of the flavors are. I go based off color only. Okay. Okay. Light blue. I like light I blue. Meant. I'll take a yellow, red. I will never take orange. Yellow? I like yellow. yellow? I like yellow. <laughs> yellow is terrible. Like what are you talking yellow. about? I don't know why. Okay. Okay. Also, I feel like I have to mention, if you've ever seen a Gatorade ad before, it's always orange Gatorade, which is also the worst flavor. It's also, of the guy is always sweating profusely, and he's doing something. Yeah, active. I mean that that kind of makes sense. It's true, it's probably fake. It's... But, but the orange Gatorade is just you know why why is that one? It's the probably one because it color, stands out the, the most, right? Yeah, the, the color, color, because they it usually pops. have like, a, like the orange know. pops. The backdrop is usually black or something. They usually have like a like the background or something. So the orange on black contrast probably looks really nice. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I mean, it's in a cup. I mean, how much <laughs> contrast could the you sweat, add with the background? The sweat beads, they got a pop. All right, okay. I mean, I think, you know what? They probably made, like, they misplaced a zero or a decimal point, and they made 12 times as much orange as they made every other flavor. Nobody's buying That's it, why and they, they got to put it in the commercials. <laughs> it's, like, it's like these oil companies. Like, they just don't have anything to do with the orange Gatorade. So they sell it by the barrel. Wow. You know. So you know what? That's so we got our top three ice pop. Freeze pop. I'm sorry, I keep saying ice pop. I mean, in Milwaukee, you know, where I was from, where I am from, it was ice pop. And then here it's big freeze pop. When did you move here from Milwaukee? All right. So I actually lived in Boston for the first like so you, ten so years you of my lied life. To us? No. Well, I am from both those places actually. So <laughs> I lived in Boston until I was like 10. I think I, you know what? I forgot to mention. I think I went to JCC camp in Boston. Oh, okay. And then, and then I, you know, moved to Milwaukee at about, I was, yeah, I was 10. I think I stayed till I was 14 or no, 14 or 15. Then, you know, to Chicago and it's been great. There's a lot more to do in Chicago than there's in Milwaukee. So that's great. I believe that. And if I recall correctly, when you first came to Chicago, I think you acclimated really well. Like you were immediately taken in, and you know what? Uh, that's actually a sensitive topic. So, <laughs> you know what? Okay. <laughs> I God. was not a popular kid. Thank God but, for you know. When when was this? <laughs> okay. Like middle school? No, I mean the first year of high school, I transferred yeah. to my school now. So, I actually went to after JCC camp. I went to sleepaway camp, which is called Kayats. You heard about yeah, Kayats, man? Yeah. I love Kayats. I so, went there. That's yeah. where I went as a kid, and I love Right. It. So I met. I actually met Dover there, who was a lot cooler than huh. me at the time. I didn't really get to speak to him. And I know where the next sentence is going. He's going to be like, oh, but Dover I'm cooler really likes my camera. Now. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> but anyway, um, I met a lot of Chicago guys at Kayats. I you know, decided that when we moved to Chicago, I wanted to go to the school where it's actually kind of funny that the camp, the sleepaway camp is actually located at the school where I go to now. People are like, how do you spend so much time there? I don't see it like that. I see it like, you know, I love that building more than any other building mm-hmm. in the world because I spent my summer there. I spent my school year there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the whole, you know, that's just where I, I spent. I, I go to school for 
12, 13 hours a day. We have crazy long yeah. days. I'm I'm at my school more than I'm at my house. Matt, I don't know if you remember, but during like so, my interview, I like told you about how like how long the days are. Yeah. It's like crazy. Yeah. Makes you appreciate summer a lot more. Oh, 100%. Totally. I mean, even with this, uh, you know, this whole quarantine situation, I have so much free time. I'm like, you know, the, what am I doing? Almost to the point where would you say you would rather be in school? Like, if a question was asked that this could all be over and you back to school for 13 hours a day, would you take it? I mean, can I take away math class? Oh, I hate math. I hate math so much. <laughs> and you're mayor. Your I mean, math I is think so easy. Okay, first of all, just because it's about the stock market, it's not even learning it math, easy. guys. It's, it's it's for more complicated <laughs> brains. You know, not everybody can handle it. You know, they tell all the kids like you that you're in the honors class, but it's really, so my class is the harder class. Uh, I don't believe so, but you know. That's another topic, but no. All right, I, you know what? I don't, I don't want to get too far into this conversation because I know I'm going to forget. We need to talk about Matt's oh, shoes shoe because I was it's just like, I, you know, I told myself coming into this, I'm not going to forget to talk about Matt's shoes. He's got some crazy shoes. So Matt, Mayor, Mayor, which one is your personal shoes. favorite that you've seen on his Instagram? I mean, I've seen. Well, not like we're stalking your Instagram. Right oh, I was. I was. <laughs> so I, I actually want to hear. First pair story, favorite pair story, best Are you story this of that notes? you have some shoes. I'm not. You know what? I am actually not. But it's actually nice that you mentioned that I wrote notes because it actually shows our boss Matt that I'm very like ready and presentable <laughs> and and can just knock it out of the park. Very professional. Yes, professional. That was the word I was like for. Okay, so yeah, Matt. I was actually asking. Um, we got to hear your favorite pair story. We gotta hear your best shoe story. You gotta hear your first shoe. Well, story. let let's talk so, about lay it let's on. Let's talk it. about a pair I wore today. Um, it it's a pair of um, LeBron fifteen uh, diamond turf sneakers. Um, they're they're an extremely limited pair. Um, I believe they only dropped in Cleveland, where LeBron is from. Wow, wow, that's crazy. And I just happened to be living and working there when they dropped so i was able to get a pair i showed up early before the store opened um secured a, a real sneakerhead knows like secured what it's like secured the before. secured the the shoes before the store even opened um that's awesome. they're the wait so are they the red diamonds or just the the, the white? white i have the i have that's the reds awesome. too the reds are a little you got the red yeah too. they're a little easier to get the white ones are really rare um and it's just like a bright white um knit upper and it's got the strap across the top um yeah i'm looking at a yeah. picture right now these are super they're cool. based off of a Dion sanders shoe from the 90s um a That's lot awesome. of lebron's shoes he'll take an old sneaker and use that style on his silhouette his sneaker um so that's six is that way is that the favorite pair that that's like maybe the most meaningful pair because um it's really rare i went and waited for it i got it like i'll hold on to that one like that's well uh like side conversation for a second speaking of like knit uppers Mm -hmm. what's your what's your opinion on like yeezys because like if you know me you know my favorite shoes are yeezys i 
live and breathe easy. He's a big I can't easy do. Guy. I, have four I have four pairs. I dropped racks on them just because I loved them so much. I can't do the three fifties. I really That's respect the them. They're they're cool. They're unique. But the look is not my style. I can't rock the sock shoe. Dope can actually dope. Like I gotta say, he pulls them off. Right, it works for well. people. Like, you would almost you would seem just like is that those shoes were made. Is that of. Kanye? No, it's just dope. <laughs> I had a pair. <laughs> I, I mean, had a pair of the zebras. I, um, I have those. Also. I really loved those, but I ended up selling them because they just sat in the closet. I never wore them. I'm actually wearing my creams right now. I don't know. I if, love so those. If you, if you haven't had 350s, you don't know the struggle because, like, I've wanted like these shoes since like seventh grade or something. So when mm-hmm. I finally got them, I wore these every day. Yep. The creams were my first pair, so I would wear them all the time. And I'm, it's really sad, but. Right above the boost on the on the side on the midsole, there's a tear, a little tear. Oh. The prime knit is kind of like coming up from the brutal. Boost. All right, yeah. so I got a question because I know Dove's pretty good. Like he's like he's a sneakerhead. Dove's very interested in sneakers. I know you are, Matt. It's coming from me, someone who has owned maybe 15 pairs of NMDs because that is the only shoe that you I'm also have. Pair 97s. Don't forget about those. I do have pair 97s. That's actually true. Where's for someone who is very new to the game? Where, what's a safe place to start? What shoe can everybody pull off? All, what shoe is a you know affordable starting option for a young sneaker? What you head? said before, like NMDs are respectable shoes, and especially like an NM- yeah. But at a point, you're just like, all right, I've bought my last three shoes have been NMDs. Okay. Like, let me get something well, new. I don't know what Matt would say, but you know, I, I would, mean, I've just I thought that I know what Matt would say because definitely they're say, just a very basic shoe. Um. You could ultra boost is a great start because ultra boosts are affordable, and even some that are a little non affordable are like you can slowly build your way up because some of them are really cool, and they're also like a like a really good functioning shoe like you could wear them and they're really comfortable. Ultra boost are nice sneakers. I had a pair of the triple whites, but again, I ended up selling them because it's the sock shoe thing. Like I don't, I don't wear those a lot. It's just not my style. For some reason, I love those so. I, I I mean I I'm not mad at it. Like it's a, it they're great <laughs> shoes, you know. Yeah. Um I I I think that th- there's a couple different levels. I always really respect when somebody wears like a loud shoe. Like I think it's oh, cool if you I can agree. pull that off. Agree. Like colors that pop and whatever. Um but I would never suggest that somebody get one of those. Like I would never say, here's what you have to get, and then it's a really loud shoe. Like those are the kinds of things you really have to feel it. It really has to like. So, what's your opinion on the like the Yeezy glows? Um, like those are bright green. Because I've had someone tell me that their favorite pair of Yeezys. Yeah. But I've also heard I would like I personally I don't think I would ever wear them. I guess my point with these is, if you're feeling it, go for it. Like. Y- with with something loud like that, you can't be chasing the hype and like trying to impress people. You it's know, it's gotta what I mean? be what you feel. Yeah, it's gotta be your style, and that's why like I just I can't do the sock shoes because it's just not my style. But I love seeing somebody rocking them, and it just works for them. You know, um, what I would recommend people who are who are looking for something is something subtle that. Um, sneakerheads would recognize and respect. Yeah, so, that's a good point. so like a Jordan One, where you can you can wear 
like a Jordan one. It's a pretty standard silhouette. It's slightly old school looking. Um, very respectable look also. Very respectable. You're not Every trying hard, color. you know, um, but I it's mean, a great shoe. On, depending on the colorway you get. Like, right. You could right. be trying hard if you're getting like the off-white UNCs. Well, that's the thing. Right, 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 right. All right. You know what? I, I want to get real quickly from both you guys. Real quick. I want, Let's do top three sneakers. I'm going to go first because I know mm. mine are going to be way less complicated than yours. Oh, my go gosh. Ahead. All right. <laughs> let's not – don't drag this on. Just shoot it out. Top three sneakers. I'm going to go number one, my favorite sneaker of all time. It's It's got to be the Jordan 11 Retro Playoff Red 2019. That's a respectable player right there. That's good. Sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure – yeah, those are new. I remember when they first came out. Big fan of those. I the the 11s the one with the patent leather bottoms and stuff yeah 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 yeah, yeah you didn't mention that but like I knew what you you're were talking about, you're talking the all red ones no I'm talking the black top and then uh huh yeah the red bottom yep I'm with you those are my favorite I you know I love just the original Jordan one the uh, the uh, just red and black version I yep, really like yep. and then you know that you know what that's probably number two. And you know what? Three for me really makes no sense. Doesn't really fit in with the other ones that I like. But for no reason, I love the Nike, the the Air Fear of Gods. I love yeah. Fear of Gods. I mean, those are nice just the they high tops. Not related at all to the other shoes. Like they're just to a different genre of shoes. But they're just super cool to me. But like the high top ones. Yeah, yeah, the high top. Oh, is sure. is there a colorway you like? I like the triple black a lot. And uh, I, all I know is that there was that one pair that goes for $35,000. Yeah. Something crazy like that. But I, I, like I just the airbags like, go for like the same amount. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. the triple black probably the most. It's I just think it's super cool. I love how different that design is. It's, it's so it's futuristic like no and out I've there. Ever seen. Yeah. Let me look that up real quick. What they're they're yeah. really cool. It's got a really cool air bubble at the bottom that extends all the way across the sole of the shoe instead of just being a bubble. Um, yeah, and it's kind of like it's a solid bottom wow. with really premium materials, um, and it's almost like a boot. I'm looking at the shoe yeah, right it now. It is. There's it's almost like a boot, shoe. but it's just like it's just so unique from any shoe I've ever seen that I yep, just kind of yep. liked it since the first time I saw it. All okay, right, Matt, I, have a, up. I have a request, Mayor. Yeah. yeah. Can I do my top five if that's possible? <laughs> yes, Dove. You can Go do for your it. top five. It's okay. Go for it. All I'm saying yeah. is, let's say someone's listening to this and they're not a big shoe person like me. They might be like, oh, I know what a Jordan 1 is, but I don't oh. know what a Yeezy yellow ice purple mm-hmm. shoe is. Feel free to look up any of these shoes I'm about to mention. All so, right. You know totally. what? I, I will because I'm sure I won't know their names. Okay. So this is a tough question. You can, if you ask anybody, I'm sure some people know. It's favorite. very tough. It's right very bat, tough. But I definitely don't. Can I do like a silhouette or I have to do like a colorway? You do like, you. I do what you do what you feel. Because there are 350s I don't like and there are 350s that I love. So in no particular order, my top five would be the Easy 350 V2 Beluga 1.0s, which is a crazy rare pair. Mm. I haven't found a single pair under 800, if even 800. Um, I'm going to jump around like genres. For some reason, I love this shoe. The Wait, Bob- I'm still trying to type Yeezy 350 V2 Beluga 1.0. <laughs> you just look up Yeezy Beluga. It'll come up. It's the one with, oh, the, with, the, with the little red stripe, orange red. The orange stripe that goes across the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's a gray go- shoe with an orange stripe. 
I have the yeah, Beluga dollars. I have the Beluga 2.0s, which are a lot cheaper. I mean, not that mm-hmm. much cheaper. But there's something about that orange line that just yeah. really, I love it. Yeah. So then next. Wait, is that I, is that number five or number one? Um, I, I didn't really put an order to it, but I'd put that as number it's two. Just a, just a, it's just a category. It's right. just, okay. These okay. are his right. top five. <laughs> Fine. Um, then I love first i'll never be i don't think i'm ever gonna own a pair of these but the easy 750s the boots the easy boots with the boots on the bottom like the gums yep. I don't know, those are nice shoes right yep. there those are cool those are upwards of a thousand dollars i haven't found anything wait did you say home. boost or boot they, they, it's a boot it's a easy boot i don't know if it's classified as a oh boot, it is. oh yeah 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 i've seen them I yeah. don't know. I, I kind of be like, if I saw someone wearing those in public, it's I'd a very, like, it's a very, or, yeah. Like, some people don't like it. Some people love it. I mean, to be honest, it looks a lot like the Fear of God shoe. I mean, not yeah. a lot, but it's got that same bootish feeling. But that's what I love about the Yeezys is every single pair is so different and unique. P- everyone has an opinion. Like, I like the seven hundreds. I rock those all the time. I can't rock the three fifties personally. Do you have the Wave Riders. Um, I don't, I have the analogs. Like I, oh. I love a white and an off white shoe. Um, yeah. so the analogs are all different tones of like white. Um, yeah. And then the five hundreds are all like alien feet looking like those are crazy. I love the warms, the 500. Yeah. Yeah. If are, you guys I were actually uh, interested in getting dog boot Yeezys 750 <laughs> brown, uh, four, four of them for all four of your dogs' paws is only twelve dollars, and it's free shipping. That's wow! Crazy. So if you guys um, are interested, anyways, I can that's a good back. find. Going really back is. to what I was saying before, so it's the Belugas and the seven fifties, and this is where it gets the like the really expensive part. I cannot pass up the opportunity to mention the the off white Jordan One UNCs. I okay, like those, those are cool. Dude. Those are cool. That's the best colorway for that. For yeah, that pair I've heard too. people say red and or or the right the red pair at the Chicago's or the white ones are better. I like the UNCs the best out of those three. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I, the, that blue is just oh my gosh. You got an expensive taste. Yeah. I really yeah. Do. Sure. Um, and then the off white Air Max ninety Desert Ore. That's another okay. Crazy okay. Bear. Um, and oh, what else would I put? I'm having trouble play, just thinking about one. How, what am I at? Four right now? I'm at four, right? Yeah, you've got four in there. Um, I want to say... I want to say the, the Yeezy Black Reflectives. Those are the ones that are like a thousand bucks. The black ones that like recent... Not recently dropped, but dropped this year. I think that, there's like, a... Oh, I know what you're saying. The, oh, He's wait, been the, doing a lot of reflective pairs lately. Yeah, and I honestly keep doing it. The reflectiveness... Yeah, I'm not mad so at it. It's so cool. It, yeah. Especially if you have like Snapchat and you're like taking a picture with Flash, that's the craziest <laughs> picture you can ever take. Yeah, Dove. I seem to recall getting a lot of random pictures of your feet. Oh, oh with yeah. shoes on. With, I have, with I have, shoes on. Let me clarify that. I have the statics, the non-reflective statics, but the laces still have three M on it, so they're still reflective. Ah, uh, nice. So I'll take nice. a picture of the lace, like the shoe, and the laces will pop. It'll look so. Well, cool. that's the thing. Like even the seven hundreds that just look like a normal shoe, when you take it with the Flash, there's all these hits of reflective material that you don't see normally um, yeah, that pop, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. So my top three, like you said, Dove, it's like really hard to zero in. Oh my gosh. I forgot on a just a few pairs. Well, go for it. What? I kind of replaced the, the blacks with the Travis Scott ones. 
Oh, that's, uh-huh. that okay. is one even of I know that those are cool. Oh, the, with the pink laces, specifically with the pink laces. So th- those are those come in on number two on my list. Yeah, I love those shoes. The, that's a great shoe. I love um, the color, like the mocha brown. Yeah. With 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 the off white. Um, Don't you have like, a pair? I saw on your Instagram that you had. A pair. I have I have the pair. That is um, so cool. That's that I got them when they dropped. I got them at retail. No um, way, bro. The the box is crazy. The box is brown with pink um, paper inside. It comes with um, black, pink, and these cream colored laces. Um, and like I just I love how. The colors are subtle. Like if you didn't know what it was, it just looks like a normal shoe. Yeah. But but if you know what it is, and it's got the oversized reverse swoosh, that reverse which is swoosh? so it's cool. Such a statement. That, you know, I was so about cool. to ask. So cool. Like, am I? Do I have an issue, or is the thing backwards? So I guess it's supposed. It's to be backwards. Like, no, it's supposed to be backwards. And it's <laughs> bigger. Like it 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 sits Enlarged. lower on the shoe. I mean, yeah, um, they're definitely unique. I really like them. Look, I love that now. pair. I love All that right, pair. Let's, let's get that, your three. Well, wait, wait. So, before you continue, kind of add one thing. Yes. I actually, the so the kid, the, the I, I have four pairs of, of Easy's, right? Three of them, uh, no, two of them. I bought from. I wouldn't call him my plug. He's more like my friend in school. His name is Ziggy Yellman. <laughs> he like he, he has. He are, we, are we shouting out Ziggy on the cast? I, I really have if to. You shout need, out, if you need, if you need a sneaker out, hookup, Yellman. If you need a sneaker hookup. Yeah, he'll go, like I'll hit you up with Ziggy Gumman. So he actually bought the pair of Travis Scott ones and wore them with the pink laces to school. And I promise you, yeah. he was the coolest kid in school that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, crazy. he's normally the coolest kid in school every day. Well, everyone loves Ziggy. Who doesn't like Ziggy? All right, we got to hear the rest of the list. Yeah, sorry. So that those are my number twos. My number threes would be a white cement Jordan three. Um, that's it's a white sneaker with the elephant print accents. Um, just like every element of that shoe is, is perfect. And it's designed by my favorite sneaker designer, Tinker Hatfield, um, who did most of Jordan's shoes. And it's just like a really classic shoe. Jordan it's the shoe retro white cement. Yeah. It's the shoe that he jumped from the foul line for a dunk in to oh, win the slam dunk really? contest. I did not know yes. that. Back That's in 88. crazy. Yeah. I like the Jordan Three. I mean, is it on all the Jordan Threes? Uh, they got that kind of that grayish color yeah. on the tip. Yeah, yeah. They call it an elephant print because it's supposed to look like elephant skin. I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm embarrassing myself because I'm not a. It's I don't know all the... No one blames you. Okay, well, that's a. Th- I like that a lot. I think that's really cool. That's a classic shoe. So that's number three. The Travis Scott ones are number two, and my number one pair. Um, is the Tom Sachs Mars Yard 2.0. You like the Mars Yards, by the way. I love, you say that? love. I I don't know if I can get my... I don't know if I can Obsessed. Obsessed with those shoes. Take a very, look. I've ne- like, okay, I've actually never seen a shoe, shoe look like right. that. Mayor, Super I rare. Kirk wanted to get them. Like he, he was looking to get them. Like He really likes them. Super rare. I love the tan and the red and the cream color. I love the mesh. Yeah, I mean, I have like Roshi's, you know, like Nike Roshi's. Yep, yep. So I got a, I have a pair of those. They kind of look like a combination between that and you know some kind of Jordan one because uh-huh. it's uh-huh. got that like 
quite it's nice. a very it's casual it's a very casual looking shoe and i love how the pull tabs look like ribbons like it's got these broad See, red the thing of pull tabs i, I don't know I, this is really, really cool weird. this is yeah. really weird but i i just feel like it looks too much like a regular shoe to me like it looks like your average it does that's what i love about shoes. it i don't know why i kind of like funky-ish i like the you simplicity w- exactly you wear that shoe but it's almost and you're simple no you're, you're no, not because, right the people that notice it are like so impressed and the people that right. don't like you don't care about what they think if anyway. you know if you know you know and otherwise you're not trying hard at all because exactly. it doesn't it doesn't attract attention all right um, so i gotta say all right we're gonna do finish up this segment but you know what before we finish Everyone's got to say their least favorite pair of shoes and question why these pair of shoes were invented. And I know exactly which one. I, I kind of forgot the name. Oh, no. I I got it right here. Uh, I, I just... I, this I, is I also tough, to, by the way. I could think of like 30. <laughs> I want to really ask who invented... They're actually also Tom Sachs Mars Yard. But like, oh, the overshoe? So it's, it's like someone is trying I to... I like snow those too. Snow boots? How could you like those? It's like someone's I putting a garbage that. bag over a pair of shoes. <laughs> I hate those shoes. All right. I got to be honest with you, Matt. I've liked all the other shoes, but I just don't see like... It's these such things. an industrial NASA look. Like it's cool. It's different. I love... And I'm a sucker for straps. If you put a yeah. strap on a yeah, shoe... Yeah, even the LeBrons had the straps. If you put a strap on a shoe, I'm going to look at it. <laughs> I might not get it, but I'm gonna look at it. I mean, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand why anybody like. That's part Matt, of what I like about what it. What would you imagine? Wear that with? Imagine you'd wear that with walking snow pants. Snow pants. Ima- you'd, like yes. you'd have to wear that with snow pants and a winter coat. And like, imagine walking maybe. anywhere in that shoe. Walk into the grocery store in that shoe. Imagine that shoe. Like it's you mean, you mean trudging, yes. trudging into the grocery store with your snow on your feet. Imagine. I mean, if it's raining, you know, your ankles will be protected by the plastic bag. So it's a very it's a very practical shoe. Um the 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 cool thing about those two No way you you, just said this shoe was practical. If you look (laughs) Oh 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 you were joking. Okay. If you if you look online, um you can see some people cut the bag off of the shoe and you'll see that the yeah. Mars yard shoe also, is beneath it. People fold it down also. Yeah, so you can you can take off the covering and the straps are still there. Um but it, it's the Mars yard shoe. Underneath. All right. I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's very, it's very unique. I could I could see why someone would be very confused why someone would wear the shoe like me, but I also feel like it's it's so unique and different enough that there would be a lot of people who are fans of it. Sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, fine. Then Matt, give us the one shoe that you question why it was invented. Skechers shape ups. There's no call for that. <laughs> Get that out of here. It's bad for your back. It's not even healthy like it's supposed to be. And it looks garbage. <laughs> what is with that? Like that little bump at the bottom. It's supposed to make it harder to walk so that you burn more calories every time you take a step. <laughs> that I just don't understand. Like, what? Why it's would bad. someone make that? It's not good. All I know is that Skechers are where it's at because when you were six years old and you got that mini comic book in that Skechers 
box, I mean, there was nothing better. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I have no idea what this kid's talking about. <laughs> okay. Well, Skechers box, if you bought them from like wherever I got my Skechers as a kid, I have to ask my mom. They always came with this little comic book, and those were the greatest comic books ever. I don't think I've ever owned a pair of Skechers. It's the weirdest thing. All right. Well, some of us are less fortunate and had to wear Skechers as a kid. Like random Adidas. Yeah, Dove had Yeezys from birth. Exactly. Came out of the womb with a drip on the feet. I finally got them. (laughs) Thank you, Ziggy Gellman, for getting me my first pair of Yeezys. All right, Dove. Give us the one shoe. Why you question why it was ever made. I'm trying to find the name of it right now. I saw a review on it on Seth Fowler's uh, page. It's this Balenciaga or some other designer shoe. Oh, I hate those too. So ugly. And it's Trash. if someone's wearing it, it's literally you know they're doing it just to flex. Yes, I mean, they want attention. They're also like 40 pounds. Yeah. They're crazy heavy. I mean, I like those Balenciagas like, oh, well, I don't want to quote the song. I don't want to quote the song. Don't the like ones socks. that look like socks. Yeah. I mean, those, those ones are, are all right. Well, Matt they're doesn't very, like socks. I mean, if those you, are like, I don't see how someone could not like those. If those you like black. those, Mayor, if you like those, you got to look up John Geiger's because they're like those, but better. All right. Now, I want to get, I'm actually curious about a couple things that I wanted to ask you, Matt, about camp this year, getting off the shoes that that was, I actually learned a lot about the shoes in these little, in these past couple minutes. But I have a question. Do you think it is possible this year to have a counselor's basketball league once a week? After camp? Oh, like after camp? After camp. That would be tight. I think that would be awesome i, mean, I think I am, yeah it I would I mean, <laughs> all right no i'm actually curious about the counselor league i think that would be awesome i, I think that's think a great idea we got a bunch of ball players i know for sure i mean summer. once a week i mean I mean, I you know <laughs> all right yeah I, I think that'd be fun um another thing that i was curious about camp this year you know when it happens i'm going to keep my hopes up as to when it happens instead of saying if it happens i think you know, we had art once a week and there wasn't a single kid. I don't know if they like everyone enjoyed it. I mean, it was always new, always different. I feel like it would just be beneficial for everybody for art to be a bigger focus only because a lot of my campers really liked art. I feel like these campers kind of have a thing around their head that they like can't like that it's art. Like uh, ugh, I want, I'd rather play sports, but we play sports all day. And if, if, while everyone enjoys playing sports, these kids like had such a good time doing, you know, in the art room and I hear that. the people who I did agree. art were awesome last year. And like the, they, I have some, you know, pictures of these crazy creations that my campers made that I never thought any second graders would be able to do, but you know, they really got, you know, expressed, I, don't, I guess expressed. I don't really know the right word for it, but, they really enjoyed the art room and everything. I don't know. I'd love for that to be they, a little bigger part they of They showed their true colors. No pun they intended. They really did. So the, I think we you have to do the right art project. We've been talking about a lot of really cool stuff for this year. Everything from like um, split, spray gun and splatter art. Like, that have sounds all, awesome. That sounds really way. good. All Can the I kids please in there, join? You can have all the kids in their swimsuits and like um, have big canvases and they can like um, spray the canvas. They can like stick their hands on the canvas. They can like roll across the canvas, just make a huge mess. 
hose everybody off afterwards and like have these really big art projects that each group does you know that sounds um, perfect could you imagine like jumping into paint and then rolling around like, right canvas? right so fun. i think right. that that sounds great so stuff like that like really interactive stuff like we also talked about um potentially doing have you guys ever heard of a uh vertical garden I've so it's like heard that before, but never like knew what it was. It's yeah. like a living wall. It's like a a giant picture frame of plants, and it's hydroponics. So it's like got a water system behind the plants, um, and you can like uh, pick out the plants and design whatever the design is, and then fill put, the plants where you, in. Where would we put something like this? Like in the art room? Put it in the lobby of the JCC. Like have the campers make this really cool thing. Fun. Sounds like a yeah. idea. And and like a really big piece that looks good and then you can display it in the JCC year round. I mean, yeah, I mean as a kid, I'm sure there's nothing better than having your art or you know, something that you accomplished being there and so everybody can see it. I mean, that's just that'd be awesome for them and I think they'd really If you enjoy do it. if you do the right art projects, even the kids who don't like art and or think it's boring are t- so totally into it. Because it's cool. Like, some art projects are not that exciting. And so, like, don't do them. Yeah, <laughs> the know? kids who aren't super into art, they could... It's easy to like, see how they would a mouse. Like, lose interest. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, these, right, right, interactive, right. these interactive art, you know, activities, like, every, you know, they can really have a great time. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, and I think we want to, you know, um, at at the same time that we're stepping up our game in sports and athletics and competitions at camp, we also want to mix it up a little bit and have a variety of stuff. Um, not every camper wants to play sports literally all day, every day. I feel and that. I feel that. E- even if you do, um, the, you get, having a change of pace occasionally, um, if it's a really fun thing activity is totally worth it worth it you know yeah no no i agree i also wanted to bring up one more thing and it was hockey hockey and soccer were big were big in my bunk especially because it has that aspect of it unlike baseball and unlike football you don't need to get every play organized before it happens you know the guy doesn't need to pitch it you don't need a hut hut hike it's just the ball and it's is constant down. action too. Constant You're running action. around, yeah. And there was nothing better than the constant action. That's why kids liked Gaga so much because if yes. Gaga was good, huge in camp, or, yeah. Because if you survived, you could just go and go for as long as you can. I, I got a question. Are any of the camp directors, like, you talk about camp, are there laughs, are there jokes, or it's like, you know, uh, my kids are super awesome. You know what? That's exactly what the camp director meetings are like. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you later, Matt. Thanks for having me on with Dove. It was really fun. And hopefully we can do it again. Yes, sir. All right. All right. Thanks, Matt. We appreciate it. 
see ya.